This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Alex and Scott. Say hello, Alex. Hey. Say hello, Scott. Hello. All right. Today we're going to be talking about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Scott, since this is your topic, take it away. Okay, we'll be talking specifically about the final act. Everybody has to have seen this movie by now, so I don't have to go into too much detail about how they get there. But they finally get to the temple where the grail is supposedly supposed to lie. And the whole time they've been, and he's been going through his dad's diary until he finally returns it to him. He even makes that, that side trip to Germany to pick it up and has Hitler sign it. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Stupid Hitler. Best Hitler joke ever. Uh, so they, they oh, get wait, there. sorry. I got to interrupt you, Scott. Did you know that the guy who played Hitler is the same guy that um, Darth Vader chokes for uh, coming out of light speed too quickly, too close to the Hoth system? I did not know that. Same guy. Also? I was I was actually going to get to another one of those things in a bit. <laughs> one of those guys type deals. And uh, Captain Nita? No. Something from Star Wars, no less. Uh, I think it's and Admiral... Game of Thrones. <laughs> Admiral Ozzel, I think, was his name. Oh, it's name. Ozzel. Yeah. Okay, that guy. We've come out of light speed, and we're preparing to... You have failed me for the last time, Admiral. Continue. So, they, we know along from, from Indy looking at the book that there's going to be these three trials, uh, which turn out to be these three booby traps. Uh, they get there, Henry Jones. Booby traps. Senior. Hee hee. Hee hee. Jones Senior uh, is shot, and in order to save him, Indy's got to go get the the Holy Grail. By the way, Scott, did you know that the guy who shot Senior Jones is the At-At Walker? I oh, was... Damn it. Damn yes. it, that's what you were going to say. I just realized that. Shit. Yes. All right, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying it, I realized that was what you were going to do. I'm sorry. This never happened. Audio magic. <laughs> he shot, and he's got to go save save him by getting the Grail, but to do that, he's got to get through these, these three trials, and... It's kind of a cool sequence because it goes back and forth between Jones and and Sean Connery as, as his father, where they're both working out the, the problems in their head. Um, it, it's not really clear whether Henry Jones Sr. knew what to do to get past the booby traps. Maybe he would have had a better idea than his son. But, you know, Indy being Indy, a lot of it's just quick thinking and reflexes. So he goes through the first one um, after they send in couple of goons that, that get decapitated and I, I'm not sure but I think that was the first decapitation I've ever seen in a movie by the way. Uh, so it was a little bit traumatic when I saw it in the theaters. Really? Uh, back yeah. in 89. Conan? Dang. Yeah. I don't I don't, well I didn't remember seeing that in Conan though. So and I doubt they showed that part of it. Blocked it out of your memory. They probably showed the head but they probably didn't show it flying through the air. Oh on television? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, he's going through and he's got the diary out and we, we were talking about this at the last at the end of the last episode the, the penitent man shall pass the penitent man shall pass penitent man penitent, penitent man, man. Penitent and then penitent Harrison man. Ford who's, who's at this point as you know he, he is man. Indiana Jones uh, you know he made that character nobody else can, can play him at this point and penitent he just kind of looks up in a typical indie uh, you know look of surprise what does a penitent man, penitent man do Penitent man. Kneels. Penitent. He kneels, and at the last second, and he ducks and rolls, avoids all these <laughs> these super high tech saw blades that, that supposedly came out of the about the time Christ died, or well, give or take a few hundred years. I think it was the the Dark Ages with the knights and stuff. Um, what, Arthurian what legend. What I don't like is that just kneeling wouldn't have saved your life because that one other one comes up from the ground to slice yeah. your kneecaps off. Yeah, I know. Like, what what you, also, you also have to be a badass, like like Indy was. Well, you know? of course, but and, and as all archaeologists are, maybe no, somebody wrote down right. that. Somebody wrote down a clue, <laughs> like carved that clue on the walls, like, oh, this will really fuck with them. Yeah, it's yeah, not like, only the penitent the, man, but the penitent man who rolls. Yeah, it's the penitent man who kneels and flips. <laughs> <laughs> it's able to recognize where to stop the apparatus by using a carefully placed room. Yeah. 
<laughs> so so he gets through that. You know, he's do a barrel the... roll. <laughs> he gets past the first trap, gets to the next room where they there's all these tiles on the floor that have letters on them. And for anybody who speaks Latin like the three of us do, Agricola. And I'm being completely truthful about that. Agricola est in via. To us, penis indigna est. Semper ubi sububi. Get the hell out of the wea, stupid Agricola. Yeah. So. Hick, hike, hoink, hoink, hue is hue is honk, honk. Let's conjugate on the podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll toss some third declension nouns at you. <laughs> So, uh, shout out to Mr. Machko. I'm sure he's listening right now. Shook. Um, Shook, He's he's got the the diary out talking about the next trial, and it's the the breath of God, or is it the word of God? I can't remember exactly. I think it's the breath of God, which is what's written in there. And then he does kind of the same thing breath of God, breath of God, word of God, which is the name of God. And according to whenever the, or where he got his information from, that would have been Jehovah. And that leads to one of the best Connery quotes of, uh, of any movie and so Indy's like oh it's Jehovah so he goes straight for the J with the with the Indy's, Indiana Jones smirk on his yeah. face J? Yeah. <laughs> anytime Indy gets that look on his face he knows something bad's about to happen to him he's so confident that he almost stomps down on the J yeah so he does that and flashes back to to his father who says Jehovah spelled with an I so he nearly falls through the floor it's a pit um, where only the correct letters are supported, which which also seems like a bad trap or trial, because after I don't know, a thousand years, I'm, I'm betting none of those are going to support any weight, but uh, miraculously yeah, they they do. Uh, so he he spells out Jehovah, which is spelled with an I, and he gets to that one, and then he gets to this chasm for the third. All right, trial. Scott. Before you go on to the third trial, which you is, said that that was Sean trial. Connery's best quote. I think it's time for a crossover moment. What is Sean Connery's, in your opinion, Sean Connery's best quote? Oh, dang. <sighs> You're the man now, dog. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> my, my favorite one is, is from uh, The Hunt for Red October, where he tells, tells Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, not to shoot the gun inside the submarine because most things in here don't react well to bullets. Not, not the funniest one, but that one always stuck with me. So, that's mine. That's also The Rock. Some sniper's going to get his ass. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with... Um, I forget which Bond it was, but when he meets Pussy Galore. <laughs> and your name is Pussy Galore. I must be dreaming. <laughs> or, or the other one where he, a different Bond where he's at the craps table. And, you know, incredibly attractive woman sidles up next to him and they roll some dice and he asks her what her name is and she says Plenty O'Toole and he says of course it is <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's great I, I think I feel like we could do a whole podcast about Connery yes, lines Connery yeah. Yeah. losers always whine about their best winners go home and fuck the prom queen Carla was a prom queen well <laughs> well then yeah. right, move along okay move so along. We get back to the third trial, the chasm, the chasm, and it's a leap of faith, according to the diary, and he wonders how he's going to get across to the, the passageway on the other side, and he, and he finally decides, rather, it, out of all the things he does, this is the least clever. He, he literally just takes the leap of faith at this point and just steps off the cliff. <laughs> instead of being a scientist. Uh, yeah, instead, instead of trying to come out, yeah, like something more empirical than just stepping off. Uh, but yeah, he steps off and they, the camera pans around to the side and you see that there's this basically this invisible bridge that you just can't see because of the way the, the rocks form. <laughs> Which is stupid. Yeah. All he had to do was like maybe stare at it for 10 seconds and go, wait a minute, <laughs> tilt yeah. to the side. Oh. They, did, they didn't have magic eye stuff back in the 40s. Oh, Scott, so damn they, it. They know, they, people didn't know how to relax their eyes. Yeah. But Not yeah, even that. It's just, that trick only works if your head doesn't move and you're on a rail and you can't twist your body and you can only look at a certain angle and that's it. If you, there was some like, luck involved there. Oh, it's retarded. Even that as a face. kid, I was like, dude, this wouldn't work. That's stupid. Yeah, he could have just got down on his, on his knees and just like, kind of felt down with his hand or something. Hey, yeah. <laughs> or, or done the stupid dirt trick first. But there was no dirt on that side of the bridge. 
<laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. And the, the old knight come out every once in a while to sweep it clean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. He had nothing better to do. Oh, man. So so he gets across, and he, he tosses some pebbles and some dirt to show the way. And he goes in to the, to the final area, which is basically a fourth trial. It's not really mentioned in the, in the Bible, but they finds a super old man who's dressed like one of the knights from the Arthurian legend about the Grail. It's not uh, like a guy in a Coke commercial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I did kind of like, when I saw it when I was a little older, how they kind of blended the, the Christian mythology with the, the hardcore Arthurian legend about the Grail, about yeah. sending out the knights. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, and, you know, this, this is supposed to be one of those knights that's protected the Grail all along. And the knight makes a half hearted effort to attack him to protect the stuff but he's just way too old and way too feeble to do anything so he takes like a half swing and just kind of like eh do what you're gonna do so by, by then the villains arrive uh, the super hot Elsa played by Allison Duty uh, who unfortunately wasn't in a whole lot else other than this I want <coughs> Major I want to League say, 2 <laughs> Major League 2 this is true I, I want to say she was in Clear and Present Danger but that might have been somebody else or no I mean Patriot Games not Clear and Present Danger same movie so, uh, yeah, as the, the love interest slash Nazi doctor. All I have to do is scream. <laughs> Dead on. Uh, so, N also arrives as the, as the villain with the sudden but inevitable betrayal, uh, Donovan, played by Julian Glover, who, as Jeff mentioned earlier, He's too old <laughs> commands, for this shit. commands an at-at walker on Hoth. What's the character's name? You guys know? Oh, uh, yeah, General Veers. General Veers. Okay, uh, just to talk about this for a second. Why the hell is a general piloting? Because he's leading the forces things? from a, a super no, tank. No, I. It's so weird in the Star Wars universe that if you're in a general, it's pretty much you're pretty much asked to go to the front line. Like it, it just doesn't seem to me that it would pay to be a general. I'm pretty sure he's breaking the mold. He's a badass. Like Julius Caesar, he would jump off the boats first. Yeah. But that's just how it goes in Star Wars. Lando Calrissian was he was a general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They I heard about that mo- maneuver he did so at the Battle of Tanay. Last log against that star destroyer than will against that Death Star. Was Han Solo made general? He was general too, right? It was General Solo. General Solo. General Kenobi. General Kenobi. They would have made Luke a general, but he was like, nah, I'm going to be a Jedi. Nah, Doug. Well, Kenobi was nah, a Jedi. Nah. <laughs> it was a Jedi. Weren't Anakin and in the prequels, weren't Anakin and um, I don't think Kenobi Anakin generals? Was, I don't think Anakin, Anakin was Anakin a general. Wasn't. He wasn't? Yeah. No. He was? Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi was made a general just to because he was made a general, because they called him a general in the other movies. Yeah. He was really just a Jedi. Like, no, but I mm. thought in the Clone Wars... Maybe because I did watch some of those Clone War cartoons, and I thought they were generals, but I could be wrong. Yeah, no, no, no. They were definitely generals in the prequels. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was some continuity there. Luke was a commander. <laughs> I don't know what that is means. That, is that even in, in, like, real military terms? Is that an official title somewhere? I don't know. Yeah. It's usually, like, lieutenant commander or whatever. But, yeah, commander is a... Or captain commander. Maybe. Yeah, because they usually use that as a catch-all phrase in like video games and movies and cartoons and stuff oh this is commander so-and-so commander skywalker do you call me <laughs> is that is above or below a private i don't fucking know yeah I'm assuming so it's a- anyway, yeah so general veer shows up also known as meister picel from game of thrones yep. oh that's him yep same guy <laughs> i didn't dirty know that. old dirty old treacherous man with a sweet beard uh, I'm sure people at home were they, they set it up so that you, you really want them to get some form of comeuppance whether that happens or not people are just going to have to keep watching mm-hmm. but uh, wait of all the people on the show he's like on the, you know low on the list of people needing comeuppance oh no no he's part of a long list of, <laughs> of yeah 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 I'm just saying like he hasn't done anything redeeming uh, where where certain other characters kind of I, they still need some comeuppance but you're they become a little more sympathetic, Just especially like if, if anybody watched the last episode. Yeah, especially like Joffrey. <laughs> I swear, everybody's going to do 180 on that kid. Uh, uh, as a little aside here, Leah isn't really into the Game of Thrones things, but she was playing with a, you know, type in your name and you can find out your Game of Thrones name. And the first one was like 
Princess Leah Clegane, and I was like, ooh, ooh. that's that's kind of bad. And she's <laughs> and then she's like, okay. And then she gives me a new one. This is like something Leah uh, Lannister. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, and she's like, better. Is like, eh, not really. But <laughs> I don't think there's many you know last names in Game of Thrones that are gonna. Tyrell. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Tyrell. There. I'm. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, so after Meister Pycelle shows up, and after after having followed Indy, which is also another weird thing, so Indy stopped the buzz saw, so those are no longer a threat. But just like physically getting to each of the the letters was kind of a kind of a hard thing, even after he knew which letters to step on in the second booby trap. So <laughs> it's not really clear how they got past it so quickly and easily. He probably that, put like coins and stuff on they, the right steps. Well, he, they knew which ones to step on. I'm saying, like, he had to jump from letter to letter. Like, all it would have taken is for somebody to lose their balance. And um, the, the villain, Donovan, you know, he was like an old man. It wasn't like he was super agile. So yeah. just something I noticed that kind yeah. of bugged me. What's confusing about that is he, they're both, they're kind of talking to each other the whole time Indy's going through. I mean, he's like, I'm through. Yeah, he's yelling back. And, you know, and then they're like, he's hearing, you know. Well, the Latins, you know, with an eye. Obviously, he doesn't hear that. He's thinking it as his dad's saying it. But it's, I don't, it's kind of confusing sometimes if they're really... Maybe I'm just thinking of the first one where he yells, I'm through. Never mind. Move along. Move along. Okay, so along. at this point, yeah, Donovan shows up. He's got a gun. And, yeah, he... So Master Price shows up with a gun. <laughs> and he has Elsa uh, pick out the cup. And the whole time, Indy's just kind of watching. And the knight's just kind of watching. And she, you know, amongst all these very fancy cups she uh, <laughs> she skips skims over the coca-cola yeah. <laughs> she I think it's pepsi by the way no it's coke i can't remember that was some badass product placement though <laughs> yeah uh, so she she picks out a a plain gold one uh and donovan just immediately thinks that it's it it's got to be it Never really understood that part because all the cups look kind of awesome. I, I don't see why the gold one was any more special, but uh, he he totally buys into it and he calls it the 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 cup of kings. Yeah, the cup of kings takes a uh, dips it into a little uh, like fountain that's there. Takes a drink and they all kind of stare at him. And instead of giving him eternal youth, uh, it does the opposite. Uh, all the cups are cursed and he grows old very rapidly and it's kind of freaky. Again, if you're a little kid in the theater like I was. Uh, until he eventually crumbles into dust. Claymation. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. There was some some good stop good motion. Stop there. motion. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's up to Indy to pick one out, and he's he's a little more discerning, a little smarter, and he goes and picks out the one wooden cup, uh, the cup of a carpenter, and he he takes a drink from it, and nothing happens to him, so that has to be it. So yeah, they they come back with the cup, with the water, um, save Doctor Jones, but the the whole. Um, before he leaves, the knight tells him he can't take the cup past the seal, which is this uh, symbol carved in f- to the entryway of the temple that they're in. So Indy saves his father. Elsa decides she's going to take the cup. She takes it past the seal, completely ignoring the old knight, and everything crumbles. And Indy's got to uh, save her. She falls into this chasm that opens up. But she, instead of grabbing onto his hand, tries to get the, the cup that's just sitting on a ledge, and she loses her grip and falls. Indy slips, and he tries to do the same thing, but uh, his father Indiana. grabs him. Yeah. Indiana. He, he keeps saying, I can get it, I can get it. And Sean Connery says, let it go. And Indy realizes, you know, it's not worth it. So he he grabs his hand, and he gets pulled to safety. And just as they're leaving, the, uh, the old knight appears at the other end, lifts a hand and salute to the two of them. He took the secret uh, way around all the traps. Yeah, he must have. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's basically the end of the movie. Uh, there's, there's a couple funny gags uh, at the very end about his name and the great John Reese davies uh, Sala that finally brings them horses. Freaking, what's his name? Oh, yeah, I always wonder, like, what if they just, you know, grab the cup and run past the seal and out of the entrance? Would the place just still collapse and you'd have the cup? I, you know, I thought about that too. I got to think the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Well, the, the entrance is like maybe 15 feet. You can make it before it collapses. I mean, I everybody got out. The, the place was collapsing for like 10 minutes before everybody got out. Yeah, but I think the wrath of God is f- more than the, that one little cave. He, he can't be everywhere at once. <laughs> oh. 
That's the definition of God, isn't it? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, I, oh, I, shit. <laughs> he can hear us right now. He listens to our podcast. <laughs> so he's the guy that gave us our Facebook like. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I did like that at the very end there, it kind of brings around the the whole title of the movie, The Last Crusade, where it's kind of like Indiana and, and his father are are two more knights that have come to to protect the grail, to put it where it needs to be. And also so, because it's the actual last Indiana Jones movie. Yes. There were no Indiana Jones movies after this movie. There were not. Uh, but yeah, just it was really cool to see the knight come out with the, the salute of respect. Uh, He's drinking a Coke. Saluting fellow... Yeah, drinking a Coke. <laughs> and then... He threw his jockstrap at uh, at a kid that was off to the side. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, one of my one of my all time favorite movies. I think we talked about this in earlier podcasts. I would rank it second after Raiders of the Lost Ark and then Temple. Uh, I know Jeff. <laughs> Nobody likes Temple. I like. I know Jeff likes Temple more. That is correct. Yeah, that's not. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Says condescendingly. Uh, no, I was like, I'm, I'm glad you allowed me to have my own opinion. That's pretty generous of you. Indy, I love you. Yeah, to, uh, for me, just last, I mean, Last Crusade is a great movie. I mean, all three are great, but just, I just feel that it's a little too corny. I don't know, the stuff. Yeah, but see, that's, I feel the exact same way about Temple of Doom. And Temple of Doom is corny too. I, I can't say it's not, but I don't know. I just it's darker. So I think it makes up with it with some of the darker stuff, with the ripping out hearts and you know just the whole cult and all that stuff. And I, I, I do admit that if I was to watch this as an adult for the first time, I would hate it because I hate kids in movies where they can beat up adults. That just pulls me right out of it. So, but since I watched it as a kid. I mean, I was like Data's age, I think, when I saw <laughs> Indiana Jones. Not yeah. Data. Whatever his name is in the movie. Short Round. I think that's why I like it. But eh. I, I do like about the third one. It's more of a global affair. So in the, in the first one, they're kind of in the same general area for most of the movie. And I guess the same things, too, for Last Crusade. But just they're, they're kind of all over Europe. Um, and, and fighting Nazis is always fun. So, you know, that's that's what made as as a monolithic threat, uh, the Nazis are way up there in in Hollywood villains. Nazis, I hate these guys. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Whoa! So, whereas in the second one, uh, it's it's more focused on the on the cult, uh, Ram. So yeah, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. If anybody has not seen this movie, I. I don't know what to say. I don't know how you found this podcast. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. So, yeah. Um, you guys have anything else you want to interject about the movie? Yeah, I mean, I like the movie. I I think this thing at the the very beginning, I actually didn't like when I was a kid, and I like it more as an adult, showing... Um, River Phoenix. River Phoenix. I almost said Heath Ledger, because they both died, I guess. I don't know, but I was... <laughs> River Phoenix. I like that a lot. And I don't know why I like it more now than I did as a kid, but I really like that scene. And I really liked, um, excuse me, my my voice is cracking. It belongs in a museum. (laughs) uh, It it might be just part of just the way the movie's aged kind of well, because it's all just practical effects. You know, we're so used to the CGI and the, the hail of bullets and just all this ridiculous over-the-top action that you, know, you look back at Indiana Jones, it's much more focused and not necessarily realistic, but, uh, you know, there's no crazy camera cameras flying around where it's hard to keep track of the action. You know, there's no big CGI sets. It's all, it's all done with real stuff, with all real practical effects. And so when you look back at something like him as a kid, you know, it's just kind of more of the same, maybe. Yeah. And this one, like I said, as much as I don't, as I don't like it, I like it a little bit less than the other one is the corniness of it, I do think it has some of the best jokes. I guess maybe they just don't like those jokes in the movie, but you know, I, you know, why are you going between them? Are you going between them? Are you crazy? You know, stuff <laughs> like that. The, you know, no ticket. <laughs> and he punches the guy out. And... and he's wearing the coat that's way too small for him, too, by the yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. Doing that. He has the, um, 
The dad with Ford and a little cub. <laughs> I mean, when Sean Connery shoots the tail out of the airplane. <laughs> son, they got us. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, son. <laughs> they got us. <laughs> so it, it is the funniest out of them. I guess I just want my Indy a little more serious. Yeah. When, when they're trapped at the, the castle, he tries to break in with the Scottish accent. Oh, and, uh, yeah, but they, they both, They're both tied to the chairs and trying to avoid the fire. He's just yelling at him, Dad! Dad! <laughs> he just finally gets fed up. What? Yeah. yeah, that's actually gross that him and his dad both, like, he was the next man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty that disturbing. Was Sean Connery ad living, too. Was it? Yeah. Ugh. Can you imagine? Think about that. <laughs> I dare all you out there to think about that right now. That's gross. Uh. <laughs> we'll give you a minute. She is. Yeah. She is super hot. True. Yes. And her last name's Duty. Her <laughs> last name is Duty. So you know what that means. I don't. Neither do I. Really. She dumps a lot. <laughs> She's okay. Kind of, kind of smelly. Right, so yeah, Indiana Jones in the last episode. Fine motion picture. Good choice, Scott. I have very fond memories of that dog. <laughs> Alright, um the dog. Unless no one else has anything else to say, I guess it's time for a list. Uh Alex, you wanna go first or you want me to go? <laughs> I don't know. Alright, really? Alex, you Al- go. Al- Alex is laughing. This is gonna be rich. Okay, well, my mine is uh, split up into two parts. Uh, okay. The best, some of the best bo- booby traps that I've seen in movies. Okay. Uh, we'll go with uh, Goonies first. All right. That I'm home glad movie you is... finished that statement because I thought we already did that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bo- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with the Last Crusade? Best booby traps. Best boobies. You didn't say uh... traps at first. All right. Anyway. Anyways, Goonies has a myriad of pretty clever traps and tricks and stuff. And as a kid watching it, you know, I was always trying to figure it out with them, too. And yeah, like the piano part and everything. That was pretty awesome. Yep, Goonies. Very, like, video game-like in some respects. It's like, oh, you need the skull key to put in here to turn the thing and open the way. That's pretty cool. I I do like in in Goonies, they're kind of (laughs) crowdsourcing the solution to all these things. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's not like just the one person that knows how to do everything. Slick shoes. That's true, but I don't think that one, the, sh- the other girl, she didn't do jack crap. Oh, the one uh, with glasses? What's her yeah. face? Martha Plimpton. What did she help do? Did she kill the octopus that we never saw again? <laughs> <laughs> she held the lantern while Mikey and uh, the other girl made out. <laughs> I don't know. She didn't do anything, so... Anyway, moving along. Uh, Speaking of Goonies, wait till the end of the podcast and you might hear more about it. Whoa. <laughs> but uh, along those lines, Tomb Raider, not the movie, but the video game, was one of the um, first video games that really took like Indiana Jones-style themes and stuff and put it into a uh, video game. Bullshit. Oh, Pitfall. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Pitfall didn't really have booby traps. They were just a bunch of animals that you had to jump over and shit. Still exact Indiana Jones game. I don't well, Tomb, Tomb Raider definitely had some booby traps. Traps. <laughs> that spinning saw blades and spike walls. Everything you'd expect out of a good indie movie. Uh, next is uh, The Predator. Oh, when, yeah. Uh, Arnold is making... Well, they all collaborate to make that one trap that actually works. And then he spends all this time making another trap that completely fails. Oh, completely fails? Well, no, it does, because it, like, cripples the one guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that one. <laughs> I forgot yeah, was, about that one. That's, uh... Not, big, not Hawkins, uh... The big flying log that hits the dude. What's What's that character's name? Damn it. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that one. You're thinking about the one with the Predator at the very end, right? Yeah, where he's just... Oh. He's well, just yeah. Come on, I waited for you! Well, he, right he, he built a couple traps, right? Yeah. yeah like, the true. one with the spikes, he just goes around. But then the log that falls, when he kicks out the thing, that one yeah. works. Yeah. But yeah, so good... I wouldn't call it a completely failure. Speaking of which, yeah. we need to do a podcast on Predator as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> we know. Should, we should think about that. 
I don't, I don't know that we'd have enough to talk about. <laughs> Creased up and ready to go. <laughs> and finally, a special little shout-out from uh, The Simpsons, where they pretty much did almost a shot-for-shot indie thing when he takes the idol from Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Bar- <laughs> except Bart is taking Homer's like change jar, and he runs through the house, and Maggie's shooting darts just like... Yeah. In the movie, and Homer's chasing him, <laughs> and at the very end, Bart goes under the <laughs> the garage door, grabs his hat before it closes completely, jumps on the bus, and Homer's chasing him <laughs> with a rake <laughs> and yeah. his tidy whities oh, Wasn't like Homer rolling like the ball too? At one <laughs> yeah. Point? yeah, down the stairs because he and slips, spitting out gibberish too. He's not even saying any real words. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, all the best booby traps have been in the Indiana Jones films, right? I mean, you just mentioned the beginning. Yeah, the, that the. The ball thing's been spoofed ad nauseum now. The, the boulder. UHF. The, the Yeah. The other one, the uh, the weight trap where he puts the, the sand in the bag. Like, that, that's been spoofed a lot, too. UHF. Uh, just goes to show. It's the exact same scene. What are you guys talking about? What? That's no, it's other movies, but it's, <laughs> yeah, just classic, classic traps. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The other half of my list consists of <laughs> just old man fights. Okay. So in uh, the movie Up has a pretty cool old man fight. <laughs> There's two old men. One of them is going at it with a sword, and the other one's just defending himself with a walker. Anyone? Hello? Was it a Skywalker? Chivas. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have not seen Up. Neither oh. have I. Well, it's a great movie, and there's a good old man fight. But it's I have pre- seen Star Wars. It's pretty funny. And speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> Attack of the Clones, where uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin are fighting Christopher Lee, Count Dooku, and... C- CGI Dooku? Yeah, for most of it, he's kind of CGI, and there's, like, a stuntman with a wig on and everything, but there's one shot where he's just, like, raising <laughs> raising his lightsaber to do, yeah. like, one final, the coup de grace, but you can tell, <laughs> it's Christopher Lee, but you can, like... Yeah. Tell that he's really old. <laughs> although, like, oh, almost. although I bet Christopher Lee could still beat their asses in real life. Oh, that's true. Especially, uh, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned that they they had a couple of cool things with the 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 prequels weren't completely devoid of cool stuff. So true. Uh, Count Dooku's lightsaber was pretty awesome. Yeah, the banana it, handle. Yeah, so he used it like a fencing sword. Uh, that was like his his lightsaber style. You know, he kind of stood sideways and he did like the. The salute or whatever, the on guard. I don't know what the official term would be for it, but mm-hmm. I, I always dug that from that scene. But so, Alex, are you doing old men fighting each other or just old men in a fight? Just old men in a fight. Oh. Because then, like, like, the very. Because you would say the next scene. Like, like this. Dooku and Yoda, that would even make more sense. They're both old. Or. Yoda, Yoda's not Darth, a man. <laughs> yeah. He's or, a system. <laughs> or Darth <laughs> Vader and Obi Wan in the original Star Wars. So that's some so, decrepit fighting right there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so was was I with you guys or somebody else? Because I did see that uh, Attack of the Clones more than once in the theaters. Ah. And, uh, no, it was definitely us because as soon as Christopher Lee did that thing with both hands on his lightsaber raising it up, no, 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 no <laughs> we was, looked at each other. It was like, oh man, he's old. Yeah, but no, I was going to say uh, one of the sh- one of those showings. Uh, as soon as Yoda came hobbling up with the with the little staff he was leaning on. Someone in the audience yelled out, Fuck him up, Yoda! <laughs> I don't remember I, that one. I I was dying. Because right, the guy was just saying what we were all thinking. <laughs> so, Yoda uh, man. Must, must have been the other showing. Uh, yeah. Jumped around like a frog. <laughs> Yoda should have beat his ass. That's, but that's a whole big argument I want to get into. Uh, yeah, I was disappointed with that fight. Anyways, speaking of Christopher Lee, it wasn't... A t- no, not two towers. A fellowship. It was yeah, a fellowship, where the old wizard fight, that was pretty badass. That was awesome. And that one, I mean, of course there had to be stuntmen, but you really couldn't tell. Like the makeup and the shots were cut in such a way that it was really good, and it and it felt, it felt like two yeah ancient wizard superpowers were going at it. Yeah, the sound effects in that scene. You hear their bones cracking. And yeah. They really, the sound, I think, is what makes that fight work. And yeah. they're not touching each other, but their magic is just, and it's not like over-the-top Harry Potter magic or whatever. It's, I don't yeah. know, that is a really there's, good fight scene. Yeah, there's no lightning or 
any ex exorbitant like CGI shit going on. But as yeah, Alex is right though. As you're watching it, uh, you, you kind of expect them to like hurt themselves. Like just <laughs> they're not used to the kind of vigorous whatever. Yeah, seriously. And, and up to that point, you oh, really oh, haven't I'm seen sure Gandalf uses some vigorous activity. Yeah. Well, I mean, up up to that point in the movie, you really haven't seen Gandalf do anything that physical. True. Mm-hmm. And lastly, Brian Cox and um, Kruger from Seinfeld duking it out in a boxing match at the end of Super Troopers. <laughs> and that Cap- was rough. O'Hagan and... Uh, I can't remember his name. Kruger. Cayuga. Captain of the, the Spurberry. Spurberry? Marbury? Spurberry. Police. Spurberry police. Cayuga. The local cops. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a little bit brutal. I'm all highway. And that's my two-part list. All right. So I guess it's my turn. So since um, I kind of did this list already when I did the Battle of Wits episode for Princess Bride. So... Speaking of booby, paddle of tits. To be a jerk, I made some smart-ass lists here. You made multiple lists, okay. I did. So I did my favorite characters named after states, just like Indiana Jones. He was named after the dog. There's no state named Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Really quickly, Steve Nebraska... From that terrible baseball movie, I don't even remember the name of it. The the scout, the scout where he Al, goes, with he strikes Brooks, out every batter. Likes to call him. Yes, George Al Washington. Brooks. I'm sure he's been in a movie, and there's a state named <laughs> after him. So therefore, I'm going George Washington. Yeah, it must have been one of those old timey silent films, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, dude, the John Adams TV show. Yeah, there you go. HBO John Adams. Uh, Johnny Utah. Give me two. Utah, give me two. And my favorite, Hannah Montana. So there's my state list. What about uh, Tennessee Buck, the direct VHS ripoff of Indiana Jones? <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> or, I'm sure or there's... Cinemax version, Alabama Jones. <laughs> I'm going to be just like Alabama, man. Texas. I'm sure there's someone named <laughs> Tex Alabama or Texas. <laughs> He drinks, he fights, he beats his wife. Alabama, man. (laughs) Wow, he can bowl. (laughs) Anyways, you were saying, Jeff? I don't know, you interrupted me. Stay on topic. Yeah, so that's my list. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, I have a couple more. Alright, so that's my state list. Then I have my favorite Holy Grail movies. And (laughs) it's Last Crusade. Alright, that's one. (laughs) The Holy Grail. <laughs> Monty, Monty Python Monty. and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's a good movie. You have the uh, say me. Exactly. Excalibur and Da Vinci Code. That's it. Okay. Question for uh, the two of you and anybody listening. Has Ooh. anybody ever seen Excalibur from beginning to end in one sitting? I have. I've seen the movie probably... I don't know, it was on cable all the time when I was a kid, so I've probably seen it, like, at least a dozen times. But that's just combined with all the pieces put together, like, from different sittings. Like, it's... I I dare somebody to sit through the entire thing now. <laughs> no, I dare. I, it's, it's super weird. I it know. Is I've done really it. a really weird movie. I do... Uh, yeah, I like that movie a lot. No, it's, it's cool, but it's really long, and it's really weird, and it's really dry. Uh, well, it's old-school British. No, it's not. It's it's just it is. It just the director uh Niels something. I forget his last name. Neeson. No. Uh he had some weird ideas. Anyways, sorry. I honestly haven't seen it since uh like high school or something. So it's been a long time and I really don't remember much about it. But I remember I liked it as a kid. And I gotta be I gotta come out here and be truthful. I saw Holy Grail for the first time like three weeks ago. I thought Adam made you watch it. He tried to. A bunch of people have tried to make me watch it. And I got tired of people trying to make me watch it. (laughs) And a friend at work said, you have to watch it. I'm like, just keep everyone quiet. I'm going to watch it. That's a hard one to avoid. Yeah. It's actually kind of impressive in a weird way. (laughs) I've seen parts of it. You know, like the very beginning with the guys and the coconuts and the the, the night. You put the guys and the coconuts. And all that stuff. But I didn't like it. 
But I do find it quotable. I find myself quoting it a lot, even though I've only seen it once and I didn't like it. So have, have you seen the other Monty Python stuff? No. Meaning in Life is pretty good. Life of Brian is awesome. Yeah, Life of Brian's really good. Just their their skit movies are really good. And now for something completely different. Mm-hmm. So I just like you mentioned the Knights of Knee. There's a guy at work named Knee, and I now I say that all the time to him. Knee, Knee. <laughs> knee. He's probably like, I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. He hadn't. I sent him the clip. <laughs> You who's, he, work, who's the Indian? You work with some weird nerds, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. And um, so here's my real list. I do actual like trials. My favorite trials for movies. I really gave this no thought whatsoever. A few good but, <laughs> No. Um, the trial? 300. When they have the boys have to go out there and fight the wolves and do all that stuff to become a man. So that was pretty cool. I'm a man. Now you're a man. And then um, Army of Darkness. Okay. When he has to go to the thing and say the from Klaatu, Verata, exactly. Nickel, necktie. I Definitely an N word. Maybe not every single syllable. <laughs> but I said it. I want back like in the deal. <laughs> that might be my favorite line now of that movie. I want back, like in the deal. And the last one I have, and this is, I'm totally, I haven't seen this in forever, going off memory, is from Golden Child. I know Eddie Murphy has to get the knife, and he, <laughs> he I, 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 I want the knife. Exactly, and I know he has to do a bunch of stuff, and that's when he gets up to there and he goes, I want the knife. So, and, it's stuck and, in my memory, so. And he fights Tywin Lannister. I was going to say. Yeah, so sorry. you stole mine, Scott, so now, now, we're, now we're even. Like in the deal. <laughs> and um, Scott, that's my it. list. Scott, okay, proceed, uh, mine, sir. Mine should be pretty quick here. Uh, mine are movies that take place across the globe. As I said a little bit when we what were finishing. What the fuck? Them. You don't even follow your own. <laughs> I, never said it, I never said it was going to be about the trials. I just said that was the, what the scene was. Okay. Here, I, here I was worried you guys are going to steal all my booby trap things. <laughs> Boy, Plus, was I yeah, wrong. I saved, I saved you guys all that stuff. Now I didn't. <laughs> now I don't steal any of yours. You're welcome. Okay, so Harlem Globetrotter movies go. <laughs> so movies that take place, you know, across the globe, uh, multiple locations. Uh, so the other Indiana Jones movies do this. Uh, you know, second one starts off Aaron. Hong Kong or Shanghai? I forget. It, it starts in, really it starts Shanghai, in, but in Laoshe. It would make more sense if they were in Shanghai. Uh, it starts in Laoshe. Shanghai. Uh, so, yeah, they do some globetrotting. They do the super cool thing in the Indiana Jones movies with the map where they just use the red line to represent the travel time. It's kind of a neat way to get some exposition in about how and how long it took to get to wherever. Um, although I'm still not clear about how long he was supposed to be hanging on to the submarine in the first movie. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Uh, so that does it. The the Bond movies do this a lot. I, I think that was part a lot of the appeal of uh, Bonds early on, and even still to the modern ones, is just to see him in all these different exotic locations, uh, just being Bond, being a badass. Uh, the Bourne movies take place in a lot of different places. Uh, and again, that, that adds to the kind of the mystique of the character. He's this really worldly guy. You know, he speaks all the languages. He has all the passports. Uh, so that's fun. Coming back to Sean Connery, uh, he did a, a heist movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones called Entrapment. <laughs> You're playing both sides. <laughs> and it's kind of, you know, you talk about uh, <laughs> about the old man and the young woman uh, from Last Crusade. It was kind of the same thing. <laughs> Entrapment. Good, Sean yeah. Connery and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Turns out she's into that. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Michael Douglas, obviously. Yeah. Muppet movies do a lot of this, including the the second last. I don't know if the latest one does it because I haven't seen it yet. But the last one, they, they they did the Indiana Jones joke where they travel by map. So you see the red line and all of a sudden where they want to be. National Lampoon's European vacation. They go around. <laughs> and have a vacation in Europe. Yes. They, they, they win the game show. Oh, Jeff's and, back. Yay. No, he's not. Uh, you there, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Stop boring me, Scott. I'm sorry. 
Alright, fuck it. What about Wayne's World 2? Uh, they go to Europe to get that roadie. I'll finish it up with <laughs> Captain uh, Olier. One of my favorite tropes from video I'm games. I'm only joking, Scott. Do what you ever want to do. So, for one of my favorite tropes from, from video games. Chrono uh, Trigger. Particularly Street Fighter 2. Oh. It's how they're, they're in this world tournament, but everybody's got to fucking travel all the way around the world. And, they're, and some of them are like dirt poor, too, so it makes you wonder how they get anywhere. But uh, <laughs> it was especially funny back in... USSR. Yes. <laughs> Before the Cold War ended, <laughs> if you chose to play Zangief, the, the super digitized uh, computer voice in Street Fighter 2 would say, USSR. And it would, it would go through... And say every name of every location. Uh, so you'd get Brazil. India. USA. Japan. So yeah, that is my list. Round one. Fight! <laughs> Dude, that sounds pretty good. Hadouken! <laughs> and at least Chen Li was a grown moment. Now the Street Fighters, it's all Japanese schoolgirls that you're beating up on. Oh, you can. As a kid, I didn't have any Japanese-speaking friends. It was all you cans. What about me? Haponesa, sorry. Yeah, Haponesa. I I didn't have any Haponesa-speaking friends. (laughs) So, all right. (laughs) Are we done with the Last Crusade in our lists? Hi! Hi! <laughs> nice try, Lao Shay. Alright, it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Alright, so I actually have a couple news things. Uh, yeah, a couple news things. Um, just to follow up, what we talked about last week with Letterman leaving. Uh, sounds like uh, Stephen Colbert will be taking his spot. So That's a good choice. I like yeah, that. I don't think CBS could have done better. Yeah. Uh, he, he is the last few years he he's in character when he's behind the desk but when he's actually interviewing people he's usually just kind of goofy and he's actually a really good interviewer as far as you know entertainment type interviews go uh, so yeah he should be strong uh, to take over yeah i guess the only concern is how much they dumb it down or clean it up for network television that is true yeah so i he don't know ma- he can make it work hey, if conan made it work he can make it work yeah, well, Conan's on cable now, so. Yeah, but on that short time that he was on the Tonight Show, I thought it was really, I thought it was really good. <laughs> Apparently, it didn't work too well. <laughs> well it's not for NBC, but I like the show. I know, I'm just fooling. And um, the only other news that I had was this, just a personal note: NHL playoffs are about to start. So, playoffs, playoffs. playoffs. So you people out there who follow hockey, get ready. You, if you don't follow hockey, you should. And this is the time. If you ever, if you ever gonna watch a hockey game, this is the time of year. First round of the playoffs. Pick a team. If you're in SoCal. You got the Ducks. You got the Kings. If you're anywhere else, pick a team. I don't care. But watch the first round. Just watch two games. So, except for hooked. the Red Wings. Don't pick the Red Wings. Pick the Red Wings. I'd rather you be a Red Wings fan than a Pistons fan. All right. <laughs> Fuck basketball and every other sport. Except, Except for baseball. baseball. Except for baseball. But what, what about you're Batman? ready for some awesome uh, action. Alex, that's your homework assignment for this week. Watch a okay. damn sporting event. And it should be a Kings game. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll try and watch the sporting events. Okay. Yeah. I, I will concur. Playoff hockey is really good. <laughs> yeah, see? Alright, Scott, any news? Okay, a couple things. Uh, I guess everybody's geared up to fix this heart bleed thing. Heart bleed. So there was a vulnerability in the OpenSSL um, websites where uh, passwords and stuff could be data mined um, through this vulnerability. So a bunch of sites had... Basically, the thing is, uh, everybody's supposed to change their password, I guess. I don't know. Um, know, Maybe Jeff knows more about this than I do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much, but I was told uh, don't change your password until they have it actually fixed. Right. right now, you can change it. They'll be listening in on it. So wait until they get it fixed and then go change your passwords. Yeah, there, there was some some stuff was supposed to be solved, though, like Microsoft. So if you have a Outlook or Hotmail, that should be okay. But yeah, just like a lot of the banks were okay, too. 
So a lot of that stuff's probably okay. So probably won't be too big of a deal. Who knows though? It's weird how fast the, fast the news spread about this thing though. I don't I don't know enough about it though to really comment much. Let's see, um, some some sad news for wrestling fans. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior passed away a couple days ago. R.I.P. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. He you know he had this final moment in the sun where he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame and he, he actually made this speech about how everybody has like one more breath and one more heartbeat. But if you you know if you if you do it right, your legend can live on. Was basically what he said. And, and yeah, he was he was dead a couple of days later. Uh, so it was, it was kind of weird. Wouldn't you know? I, I wasn't die. Uh, I haven't read the reports. Much of what they've said yet, really. Uh, um, <laughs> he had a very traumatic body slam. I mean, it's it's not hard to imagine. Too soon? It's, yeah, it's not hard to imagine that you know. Prob you know he, he was in the peak of the '80s, so you know all the drugs and stuff going around then. Uh, maybe it all caught up to him. Who knows? Maybe yeah, I, I, makeup poisoning, or he tied his ribbons too tight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. That's funny, uh, but body slam's not funny. Come on. Yep. Yep. So. <laughs> I got bullshit. I hated the Ultimate Warrior, so I don't care. I mean, what? it sucks that a dude died, what? but he I, was not. I, I like the Ultimate Warrior. No way. He, I, he I won the title from Hogan. Screw him. <laughs> I, I wasn't the, the biggest wrestling fan. I didn't follow it that much, but I, I do remember him being as big as any, like, his name was as big as anybody at the peak of the eighties, which yeah. is probably the peak of WWE, I, I don't know. Maybe yeah, Jeff he, can he was, in, he was in the main roster. He wasn't on the bench. Yeah, well, yeah, in the eighties, he yeah. he got up there. He reached the height. Except he beat Hogan. So if you're yeah. gonna beat Hogan, yeah, if, if Hogan <laughs> did the job for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, which which brings me to my other wrestling mo- news. <laughs> wrestling movie. Uh, wrestling news. Oh, uh, uh, sharpshooter. No. DDT music. News. <laughs> Uh, not moves, news. People's uh, elbow. So, uh, chicken wing. <laughs> Figure four. The Undertaker is done. Flying elbow. Undertaker's, Medical claw. The Undertaker's Medical claw. tombstone. He choke <laughs> slam. Did do the did both of those? Uh, the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak is over. He did what? the job. He did Spoilers. the job. For, yeah, sorry. He did the job for Brock, Brock Lesnar of all people. Um, Cock so, Lesnar, please. Are you kidding me right now, Scott? I'm not joking. Ah, oh. breaking news, folks. God <laughs> damn it! I haven't watched wrestling in years, but the fear that Undertaker lost it makes me upset. Well, it was probably his last match ever, and he lost. Yeah, well, he went out the way he maybe wanted to go out. I don't know. But yeah, he was a bad guy, right? No, he was back and forth. <laughs> so he, I mean, he's he's forty nine. Um, the guy can probably barely walk anymore. Like he's probably had his neck broken like half a dozen times. What with all the tags on that? Yeah. Fuck you, Scott. Undertaker's invincible. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no more Paul Bear anymore. <laughs> yeah, he can't keep rising him from the grave. Uh, two more things. Make this really quick. Yes, make it quick. Game of Thrones. (laughs) What a dick. Burning. Game of Thrones season four premiere happened. Uh, It's already been renewed for five and six. Seasons five and six. Uh, It was the second or first highest rated TV show in HBO history. Uh, And just from personal point of view, the first episode was badass of the new season. So that's my Game of Thrones news. And finally, just a quick review. I saw Captain America the Winter Soldier. Um, I think Jeff may have seen it. Yeah. And uh, I really liked it on all levels as a big summer action movie, even though it's still spring, technically. Uh, as a big action movie, as a Marvel movie, as a Captain America movie, even though I know next to nothing about Captain America. Call yeah, me. it was it was really good. I thought they did a really good job for a sequel. No, I, I agree. I, it's It's really good for a comic book movie. I, that's just my rating. The comic movies I always have a low expectation for, and it beat that. So I enjoyed it. I would say it's other than Avengers and Iron Man One, it's probably the third best Marvel movie. I might go as far as say that. Um, it's up there. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know which. Yeah, definitely for me, I like Avengers, Iron Man, and then now this Captain America, Winter Soldier. And then uh, for anybody who hasn't seen it, uh, it's it's got the super cool stinger at the end too. So everybody stick around for that. So which one? I stuck around for the first one. Was there another one after that? There was a second one that was also kind of cool, but it had nothing really to do with like uh, I don't spoil anything. Uh, more shawarma. So the first one was <laughs> was much more pertinent to the Marvel movies as a whole. The second one was more self-contained to just Captain America stuff. Okay. I didn't get this, the one that I saw. I, I'm not a big enough Marvel nerd to know what the hell they were telling me. <laughs> I knew exactly what <laughs> – well, half of it I knew exactly what was going on. So, No idea. Well, cool. Yeah, I, I agree. It was a good movie. I would recommend it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And that's my news. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alex, Get us hear your a... juicy tidbits. Oh, it's not juicy. This tidbit is Hoff. All right. Hoff this, is a, this is a mess. So I guess he put on eBay. Who's he? David Hasselhoff. Oh, the, the Hoff. Gotcha. Yeah, the Hoff. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> he put a 13-foot replica of himself on eBay. for Because uh, I guess, you know. He needs the money or something. But he was going to sell it. It was for charity. Oh, was it? Yeah, so that actually makes the story less sad. But anyways, go ahead. It's a a prop from uh, the SpongeBob movie and everything, and it looks really creepy. I'm looking at a picture right now. But, um, yeah, all of a sudden, right now, he just took it off the listings. He, I guess, for some reason or another, it's not for sale anymore. Huh. Yeah, he withdrew the item. <laughs> it's, oh man, it looks weird. This is great radio. Mm-hmm. The Hoff likes the Hoff. He couldn't let himself go. <laughs> this is a mess. This is a mess. This is a mess. I guess whatever charity was going to get that money ain't doing it anymore. All right. <laughs> the charity of Hoff needs to <laughs> needs a place to live. He needs more cheeseburgers. Um. Oh, I have one more thing. Goonies. Uh, two remake, not remake. Goonies two sequel is um well sequel in to the, the works. Nintendo game, right? No, uh, I guess yes. Maybe Goonies three. three. I don't know. But, is it? Uh, this, this is for real. This is happening. It's not just like, oh, there's a script and they're kind of looking at it like they've actually gone into production. Is Bill Murray on board? <laughs> so I got my news from the internet. So obviously I have no idea <laughs> the validity of it. But hundred uh, percent true. An interview with Dick Donner. Someone asked him if he's going to do a superhero movie, and he goes, well, if you call Goonies 2 a superhero movie, then yes. He dislikes smoke. Yeah. And uh, <sighs> and the whole thing is they think everybody can do it. They're just worried about a couple people who have uh, commitments, I guess. Like, what's-his-face is blowing up now, right? The older brother. Oh, Brolin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh Brolin's blowing up, and I guess Feldman's in a band or something, but I'm sure his band's not that good. Is he he's still alive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I don't know if Samwise is in the new Hobbit movies or not, but I'm pretty sure he can make himself available. I think so they're already filmed, right? The Hobbit yeah, movies, yeah, for pick pickups or something. But yeah, yeah. he don't, he's not even in them, so I don't, I don't unless yeah, it's just you know, yeah. cool Indian or something. But anyway, I thought it was pretty cool. I was a big fan of Goonies. I hope the only way I do they do it, I hope, is if you know it's Spielberg and Donner, and then all the kids are back. Like it's got to be the exact same actors. Otherwise, <laughs> that, that would be good. Yeah. What about the kids' kids? The That's fine. Ge- I mean, next they, generation. They could, yeah, they could do that, but they have to have the original cast back at, at some some point. Robert Davi and Joey Pants. <laughs> yeah, they're still available. They're well, I guess you can't have yeah. their mama from the train on it. Mama Fratelli, yeah. but... Um, CGI are in. <laughs> yeah. The Fratellis I could do without, but uh, having all the the Goonies... Um, <laughs> Sloth and his retarded kids' adventure. <laughs> yeah. No, God, why do you have to ruin everything? Why do you ruin Christmas? <laughs> Alex at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Nope. That's my news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, that wraps up this episode. But before we leave, we're going to talk about our topic for next week. Alex, what are you going to be talking about? Oh, shit, it's my turn. Just because yep. I wanted... <laughs> I really just wanted an excuse to talk about Archer. But okay. um, 
I want to talk about the scene where he goes and parties with the wee baby Seamus, and he comes back with a tattoo on his on the back of his shoulder that says Seamus. But from then on, all the subsequent episodes, whenever you show his back, you can still see the tattoo. It's not like a lot of you know TV shows or cartoons that at the end of it, everything goes back to normal in, and it's like in, a reset. In the Top Gun uh, Danger Zone music video when he's got the towel wrapped around his neck you can see the tats there yeah <laughs> yeah but i won't go into how many tats he has back there but he's got a couple <laughs> besides the wee baby shamus not, not as good as pam's tats though <laughs> of course not <laughs> we'll get into that next week okay. so what episode is this do you remember what season i've seen it but it's been a while i have to get a re- refresher course this is when he when he learns that he has cancer <laughs> season episode? Do you have any idea? Oh, I think it's season three. Okay. Yeah, I want to say it's three. Also, I want to say season three. It goes okay. on the rampagement. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer rampage! Oh my gosh, that episode's awesome. <laughs> All right, that wraps up this episode. But um, before we leave, just going to do some business here. Um, just reminding everybody that we have our Facebook page out there. Hans shot first. Hans shot first. Enunciate. And uh, Twitter, check us out there. And there it's Hans Shot First, uh, 1ST. Hey. And um, also want to uh, give a shout-out to um, our friends. If you like our kick-ass intro and extro, outro, I should say, check them out. Block Parody. They have a YouTube channel. So it's a pun on apparently Block Party, but it's Block Parody. Check them out. They did that song for us. I think it's really cool. And they got some other stuff over there. So I don't get it. Give him, <laughs> give him a hit and tell him Han sent you. Thanks for listening. Han <laughs> shot first. Han 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 shot first. Han